Welcome to the Marlboro College Center for New Leadership podcast. I am Hillary Boone, and today I have two fabulous guests. I'm Lori Hanau. I'm Jody Clark. Now, these are two amazing women with some really incredible resumes. So long, in fact, that I cannot list what they are doing currently here. You can find it on our website. One thing that they do is co-teach the art of facilitative leadership at Marlboro College Graduate School. So if you find yourself absolutely inspired by this podcast, check out that course and also get in touch with us at the Center for New Leadership about other ways to work with Jody and Lori. Uh, Lori and Jody, I've got you here, and we're going to talk about group facilitation, um, what starts a group off on the right foot, what helps to build trust. So maybe you could both start by defining the icebreaker. Um, to you, in your world, what is an icebreaker, and what is the purpose of it when it is run successfully? So I'll, I'll, I'll start. So I, I think the term icebreaker refers to a particular tool, and, and it's by design to, I mean, really, what, what, is, what does that mean? Breaking the ice. So that assumes that a group uh, is rigid to start. And I actually kind of hate that way of, of looking at a group to start. So the, the function for me of, of an experience together to begin to form the group is rather than breaking, is really a, a melting together. So any, any good experience that begins us is going to help a group realize that this is this is a safe space for us to do whatever it is we're going to do and and then what is the tone of the space so it helps set the tone of the space is this a, a lively vibrant space is this a contemplative space uh is this going to be uh we're going to get a lot of things done um and and work together and collaborate what is this space and who are we in this space? And that is the function of whatever, whether you call it an icebreaker or whatever it is, that is the function of those first experiences that we have together. And it really begins with how, if I am the one stewarding the space, it begins with how I enter the space and my intention in the space and my presence in the space. And then what I would add is, uh, you know, Jody and I were talking about this a little bit, of course, before, before coming on the call and, I looked at Joni and I said, you know, I just don't, I've never related to that term icebreakers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and yet I understand it. And, and, mm -hmm. and, um, but it, 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 it feels a bit antiquated to me a, as a term. And, um, but, but how, how I relate to it, what, what I, what I believe that, that the, the, the mission and the, the, the point of that uh, term is, is the quality of how we begin. And so, so that to me is something I relate with very much mm -hmm. and, uh, and I believe is essential for, as you say, what's going to start the group off on the right foot, if you will, uh, in right relationship to, to itself. I'm laughing because um, the answer that you gave is so much more whole and loving than the title of the podcast, which is Icebreakers That Don't Suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you, you know what's interesting is that if I drop down into, literally into that statement, you know, over the years I have purchased, you know, a number of, um, books that quote unquote are, you know, different icebreaking tools, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and 
I read through them and I, I don't really relate to any of them because they're so disjointed, you know, yeah. they're not in any context. Um, and so again, there can be a number of them that you can use for different contexts and everything, but somehow when, when, when it's just on its own, if you will, in a way, I don't see the asset. I've never been able to find the real asset of them. There've been very few of those quote unquote tools that I use when I, when I think in that way. At the very beginning, the real beginning is uh, me finding out what the purpose is mm -hmm. for the group gathering and, and having an understanding of where the group is and its strengths and, and, and what is calling for that experience or group event. Secondly, is my own presence. How am I cultivating my own presence? Am I scattered? Am I disorganized? Am, do I feel connected within myself and, and, and to the group? You know, my own preparation, not just mentally and from a task level, but, but I would say, you know, um, maybe, I don't know what to say, whether it's spiritually or, or just like in my larger self, you know, mm -hmm. uh, what, is, what is my presence? Do I feel um, strong in myself and solid and open and curious? Uh, but but in confidence of being and confidence and humility of being able to hold the group and 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 so what is the intentionality with which I'm starting? And then um, the first thing that I usually do myself is this is welcome a group. So what is my eye contact? What is the, the uh, verberation in my voice and tone? How is my body? You know, and, and just, and what is my warmth? What is my genuineness and my ability to, to welcome a group, welcome me into the group with humility and, and welcome the group to itself? You know, so we're beginning with some warmth. We're beginning in some way with some, with some mindfulness and, and some celebration that there's some warmth. And then, Typically for me, there's a bit of, of, of um, hopefully genuine um, storytelling. So getting everybody's voices in right away before there's any other kind of theatric activity or, you know, play with each other, but just a touch, just, just, you know, what's your name? You know, where were you born? You know, some kind of a personal interest because sometimes people can be working together for 10 years and not even know that they were both born in the same town. I've, I've even had two people who were born in the same hospital and like this whole new thing happens to them wow. and, and wow. the team, you wow. know? Yeah. And, um, wow. and, and, and so, you know, where were you born? Where do you live now? Like just, just, just a couple things that, that do that beginning initial storytelling um, depending upon the group I'm working with, but another one that seems to be almost cross-cultural is what's a, a, a favorite place in the natural world, you, mm -hmm. you know, for mm -hmm. yourself, like, mm -hmm. you know, and, and people seem to really, anyone, even in urban settings, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll say that, like, you know, what, what's your favorite neighborhood, you know, if I'm in an urban setting or, or your favorite place in the world, if you travel and, yeah. you know, and, and, but something ar around that, but, and then why do you care to be here? You know, why does this matter to you? Mm -hmm. So getting the heart and the soul in, uh, you know, along with the professionalism of, of why we're there, I find always elevates the group immediately. And I, I honestly mm -hmm. want to say 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing that I would just add is also the physical space matters mm -hmm. and the setting of the physical space 
re really matters. So how are, how are we together? Is there a table in the middle of the space that's, that's separating us or is it necessary? Is that where we're putting food down? Is there food or not? Are we in a circle? Are we standing? Have we set the space together or is it already set for us? All of that matters. All of that matters. And, and, and is there beauty in the space? Yes. Um, are we yes. able to look out? Are there windows? Is yeah. it fluorescent lighting? Yeah. When do I bring flowers in or ask a group to bring something from the natural yeah. world or, or flowers in, but something of beauty, of yeah. a visual beauty in, in some way. What's the artwork in the room? Yeah. Um, what, how comfortable are the chairs? Yeah. Temperature, noise, any, any other distractions? door open or closed, all of these details, setting the, setting the space for, for that first welcoming and hospitality of now we can be home together. Even if it's only gonna be for an hour, we can be home together in this space. And, and so there's, there's no ice. The, the, the ideal is that we, there's no ice to be breaking. There, it, it, didn't, it didn't come in in the first place. Right. That's what I'm getting is that um, like an icebreaker might be necessary if the space is is cold and inauthentic. But if you've done some preparation work in yourself and in the space and in, in your thinking about the group <laughs> that ideally, you know, that they're, they're walking in and people are already starting to feel connected and, and feel purpose in the meeting and why they're there and safe. And then, and then you, you know, again, so in that language, right, you know, um, all these different languages. So in the language of icebreaker, you know, a part of breaking the ice could be setting the space. A, a part mm -hmm. of breaking the ice, you know, is uh, my own presence. A, mm -hmm. a, a part of, you know, if I'm facilitating. Yeah. Uh, a part of breaking the ice is um, the initial storytelling. Mm -hmm. Um, getting everybody's voices in the room together. And then sometimes, you know, even what do you need to say in order to be present? Mm, that, that's that's another one. way of, yeah. uh, that, that's, that's a favorite, you know, for mm -hmm. breaking the ice. Another one is sometimes agreements, you mm -hmm. know, what do we need from each other? Um, yeah. Uh, sometimes, believe it or not, in icebreakers, even for those that are very pragmatic and just want to get going, you know, what's the agenda? <laughs> And yeah. what are we doing yeah. first, second, third, and fourth, and fifth? And and yeah. any other icebreaker um, is not going to work for them if they if they don't know that, right? You know, right? Um, right. And uh, and so that in itself can literally be an icebreaker. Yeah. And and then and then we can go into the more. So once we've said all the, you know, we've just said everything we've said. Mm -hmm. We can. Are, is there any other way that that you find, Jody, that you know, any of the improv? Anything that you love that you would consider like in this language of icebreaking? In the language of icebreaking. Um, it, it depends on the group. It depends on the group. So if so, knowing the culture of the group that we're going to be with is incredibly important. So I wouldn't go diving into uh, my, my book of improv beginning exercises and immediately pull out one that is my favorite uh, just because it's my favorite and to, just to push the envelope. That would be, it would be really dissonant. It would show that I don't get this group at all. Um, and, I, and I'm not prepared to meet them where they're at. So I need to have done my, my homework uh, on knowing who are these folks and where might they be at and, and, have, and have a few options 
ready. Mm, uh, so that, key. so that, so that I'm, I'm, I'm prepped for, for whatever. And I may not even use any of those options. <laughs> they may all go out the window because something that morning happened or, or something emerges for the, from the group and, and, and somebody, somebody in the group says, Hey, can we do X? And it's perfect. It's the perfect thing. And, and, and be, so being willing to say yes to emergence as it happens, that's another icebreaker. <laughs> I'm dancing over here. To, to, I'm emergently dancing. Was brought in. <laughs> so that's really from the book of improv. That would be the most important thing that I would bring. It's not a specific game. There's all kinds of games and activities and exercises, and some of them are super physical, and some of them are wordy, and some of them are silly, and some of them might be uh, more serious. But really, being open to emergence is the is the biggest thing I would bring from the book of improv, uh, be, being open to, to saying yes and to whatever others are bringing into the space. That's great. And we have, you know, we have some lists of things that work, but it sounds like, you know, there are a million books that you could look at. There are a million online resources that you could find, but it's not about just finding something that looks fun to you. Exactly. <laughs> finding, being really present with the group and finding something that's going to work for them in that moment. And that serves the need to get them maybe from a place where they're starting to, to a more open or a warmer place. Definitely. Yeah. Is, is there anything else that you want to add here as in this, this phase of the conversation? Because after this, I'm going to take us into the horror stories. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you where I'm going with the interview. Oh my! Oh, my. <laughs> um, the the uh, the only the, the you know I, the only piece I would maybe add is that as an aspect of my own presence, when I'm in trust of myself and the group brilliance, when I trust that that all the brilliance is already right there in the group. And that, you know, I'm just, I'm committed to being of service and, 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 and to the group and to, to that brilliance. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, I'm committed to having the group leave the better for having been together without needing to know what that means or trying to control that in any way. But, but when that is a genuine part of my heart and, and, and wakefulness, you know, a part of my consciousness coming in. I do love saying like, does anybody have a way we'd like to start? What, what, jo mm. what, what Jody was saying mm -hmm. is sometimes someone can say, can we do this? And I, again, I, some people find that risky. I, I find that it honors the, the real brilliance of the group and the total mm -hmm. trust of the group. And yeah. that, yeah. and that then what can come out and then how the group can see itself like, wow, I didn't know you, you know, knew how to lead this game in this way or, right, right, you know, right. um, if I can trust that, if if I can trust that, then there always seems to be a wisdom that, that mm -hmm. comes through me or, or, or comes from somewhere in the group that just is brilliant for what we need in the moment. Mm -hmm. If I come in with the, like these icebreakers that are like disjointed mm -hmm. um, or, you know, may not apply and I just feel like, okay, I've got to do an icebreaker and so I'm going to do one of these. Mm -hmm. you know, but I'm not connected, then usually they suck. And maybe that will take us into the horror stories, yeah. you know, <laughs> if I'm controlling things up front to that level, to me, that is why so many people feel that icebreakers suck. Yeah. And, and, and so th I, I want to name that, that for me, it's not actually the icebreakers themselves or the ice melters themselves, <laughs> but, but, um, 
how we approach icebreakers and approach a group. Yeah. So it's yeah. not your icebreaker that sucked, it was you, is the message? <laughs> I, I would say it's control. Yeah. yeah. It's command and control. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The, the yeah. only thing that I'll just add in, a, in addition that's, that's, that's complimentary is how I am is what I want to mirror to the group. And w- when, I, when I come into the group, I come in absolutely knowing exactly what Lori said, that they are awesome. And, and I just want to pour that out to them, that, they, that, that I so firmly believe that they are awesome. Mm-hmm. And because they are, and I and I I see them, and they're there, and and I'm I'm so filled with their potential for us to do something amazing together that would never have been possible until this particular group of all these folks who showed up came together, and we are the right group to do whatever it is we're going to do, and that is constantly what I want to reflect back to them, and and have this as a as a, a reciprocal relationship between me and the group and me in the group. So in our last eight minutes together, mm-hmm. do either one of you have a horror story to, to share about a time you were in a group and maybe not either, either leading the group and you're just thinking, this is not good. This is not good, but I'm still doing it. Why am I still doing it? Um, or <laughs> being led in a group where you're thinking, Oh no, this is not good. And they're, the last thing I want to do is get up from this chair and participate. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It was funny. You know. funny. <laughs> I I have I have one specific one of um so certainly on, on the my ownership of my own facilitation side. You know, I I I I I think everything I've said I've uh, comes from my heart, but I've also learned, you know, so my own practice and letting go of the command and control and the times I was trying to force a group, you know, Mm. to, to do a certain icebreaker or, or, Mm. um, or, you know, I was inviting it, but I was controlling it in a certain way that just wasn't as connected, you know, and, and, um, but, but from your question, one that really leaps out to me is when I, I wasn't, I was feeling a disorganized, scattered presence from the facilitator. And then the facilitator asked us to move, to go move around the room together as a group. And then like invited us into like energetic, emotional expressions, but like started with anger and, and like, like it was the, and I actually so refused, <laughs> I actually refused to do it. I'm like, there is no way I'm running that energy through my body or the, the energy of that part of the group through my body. Like, you know, and, and it was just to me bizarre. And, and I don't know whether they were trying to like bring that up or shake that off of us or, or, or what, but I remember just thinking, wow, like, you know, <laughs> you know I, I, I am not playing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am absolutely not playing. Wait. Uh, I'll, that sucked. Oh, that really sucked. <laughs> yeah, that really, that really sucks. That yes. really sucks. I can't imagine being the facilitator and being like, you know what's missing from this room? Anger. <laughs> we need to be much more angry here. Because, boy, that'll be a bonding experience. <laughs> uh, um, uh, similarly to, to Lori, I've had multiple experiences where 
um, if, if I've just been off and, and not in, not grounded in myself or clear on what I'm doing. Those have been mm. the, the times that have mm. been, uh, the, the, the least effective and, and just, uh, wah, wah, that did not work. <laughs> that did not work. Um, and I had, I had one of those recently, which I, 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 sh I actually shared for our class that we, that we co-taught, um, where, uh, I had not done due diligence to figure out amongst three of us who could have potentially been leading a meeting, who actually was leading the meeting, who was actually leading it, what were our roles and, and what was going to happen at certain points in the meeting. It just was not clear. Um, and each one of us had a different assumption about who was going to be leading. And, and we just hadn't talked about it at all because we'd been so caught up in, in a, sort of an on fire mode of working for, for so long. And then this meeting cropped up and I wrote the agenda and the, 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 the presumed chair came in late. Um, and, and I had been punting, assuming that my punting was going to end uh, when he came in but that was not his assumption at all. He figured since I was already running it, that I would continue to run it. And the, th the third person was also trying to stop being in charge too. So it, the whole thing kind of devolved into ineffectual, um, not really productive conversation. And by the end, we didn't, we didn't have a really good action plan. And I just felt terrible. I felt like I had failed this meeting. And, and then on, we debriefed, thankfully, um, and everyone was very gracious about it's, you know, the, we didn't talk about it and it's understandable and we need, we, we need to be more clear in the future. But uh, it was, it was definitely this moment of feeling like, aren't I supposed to be good at this? Oh, and I was terrible in that moment. <laughs> um, so I had a little bit of a, an ego blow there too, because it was the first time I was with this group and with these folks. And, I, and, and it's, 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 again, it is something that I really, hold is important to me and and want to to serve so well and in that moment i just didn't and and i and i felt really bad i felt really bad and isn't that a great message too that you know even for people who are really in this space and thinking about this and valuing this that it's always different and people are always different and you're going to succeed and you're going to have those times that just are not working right and it's just constant learning Totally. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. There was a time, um, where I was the only white person and, and I was facilitating. And when I came in, I, I lost my own confidence with myself mm. for a little bit as far as, as, as leading that group and, mm. you know, didn't remember that the person hired me. <laughs> Even, you know, um, had total trust in me and my skills and who I was in my deeper personhood. Mm. And I, I lost my confidence. And, and again, it created a weaker me and, and a weaker environment. And mm. so, you know, nothing that I was doing at, at the beginning, um, I didn't feel as good about it. And, and, I, and I could see in the, the eyes of, of, of some of the people that that, that was true for them, too, because it was mm. true, in, true in me. That, that was horrible. That was yucky. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but, but such a good remembering again about um, my own value of diversity and my own presence and where I can grow in myself still and what's my next levels of training and growing that I do to keep, to keep facilitating groups. Totally, totally. 
Great. Uh, guys, we are done. We have to be done because I have, someone's going to call me in a minute, but I think that's <laughs> And I feel good about going into my next meeting having had this conversation, and I, I actually mean that. I love talking to you both. I always get off the phone happy. Oh. Um, okay. Thank you both. Oh, you're so welcome, Hillary. So, absolutely. Yeah. And thank you for the work that you do. You are awesome. Yes. Yes. Totally we love awesome. you.